Hello and Merry Christmas uh, from Nathan Murfin uh, with Sing the Word. I just wanted to give a little preface to this episode that's going to be released uh, today. Uh, Unfortunately, this was supposed to be a two-part episode, and your very competent host, um, for some reason, forgot to export and save the first part of the episode. Uh, So you only get to hear part two of this episode regarding Christmas carols and songs. My deepest apologies. It really was a good dialogue. But I wanted to give a quick uh, preface of the content of that uh, episode to kind of fill you guys in so uh, this episode doesn't seem so random. Uh, Again, this is a um, final episode for season one. Uh, Thank you all so much for um, faithfully listening through all of our little stalemates of being off for a month or so, or maybe two months, and and coming back with more episodes. We appreciate your patience. Uh, We're excited for season two and the topics and songs we want to discuss then. Uh, But we wanted to do one or two Christmas episodes um, and kind of talking about uh, generally songs around Christmas time that are very much worth uh, avoiding like the plague, um, but also songs that are worth cherishing and singing um, your whole life because they are just so good uh, and so great for the church to sing together around Chris, uh, around Advent or Christmas. Uh, but we wanted to remind ourselves in this first episode, the three of us, uh, me, Josh, and Rachel, talked about um, just the reminder of what is Uh, a good congregational song, what makes for a good congregational song. So obviously we, we reiterated the, the theological uh, criteria uh, of, of the song. Does it even reflect the word? I mean, this is what this, uh, this podcast is about seeing the word. Does it reflect scripture? Uh, Does it have a Trinitarian understanding of God? Uh, Does it mention God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit? Does it mention sin? Uh, What does it tell about Jesus and the cross and the gospel and uh, all the important theological things. Uh, we also talked about the important musical things, uh, like the range of the melody, the uh, simplicity of the melody. Is it too syncopated? Is it too spacious as far as like its intervals? Does it jump around a lot? Does it have big octave leaps? Um, things to possibly steer away from. What key is it in? All those things. Uh, those are the musical considerations. And also um, the context uh, considerations. Who, who, who are you leading? Uh, what is this church that you lead, that you pick songs for? What are they familiar with? What kind of styles do they, uh, are they accustomed to prefer? Obviously we don't want to cater to preferences. Um, that's not at all what we're advocating for, but it's helpful to know who your people are, um, what kind of styles they're accustomed to. Um, for your that that will help in our song selections, uh, and we also briefly talked about this was a really cool conversation actually. I wish we could have saved it obviously. Uh, talking about the three kind of uh, cultures between my church, Josh's church, and Rachel's church, how uh, we uh, our churches kind of approach Christmas songs. Are we singing Christmas songs, you know, right after Thanksgiving uh, and all the way through New Year's? Uh, that's kind of what my church does, or are we just kind of using one or two Sundays, and Rachel kind of se- seemed to uh, articulate that for her church. Uh, how much adherence do you have to the church calendar of how strict are you with Advent songs all the way up until Christmas versus um, a few Advent but Christmas before Christmas itself is okay? 
just some, some interesting conversation there. Uh, we all kind of had some different uh, perspectives on that. We all agree that, um, you know, on, on the main things, but just it is interesting to hear how every church has a little bit different way of going about uh, bringing in Christmas songs to the corporate services on Sundays uh, starting in either November or December and how long that carries on. So uh, um, really wish uh, we could have had that conversation for you all. I, 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 I asked for uh, your forgiveness. Um, I really, I really wish we could have <laughs> really had that. I was, I was not happy yesterday when I was editing and I only saw one episode on my hard drive, but uh, deepest appreciation for you all for listening uh, your interest in this podcast. I'm so stoked to talk about these Christmas hymns, carols with my friends, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Welcome to Sing the Word a podcast that explores and promotes gospel-centered, biblically-rich congregational songs for the church. Uh, this is Nathan Murfin, and I'm with... Rachel Nothnagel. <laughs> Joshua Roberts. <laughs> wow. Pulled a fast one on me there. <laughs> we, we just did it, too. That's awesome. Well oh, done. Yeah. You guys are clever. Um, the, those, the, the, the names are switched. If you couldn't tell. Yours is a little if, easier to say. I might just say his every time. You should try to say it with my middle name, Joshua Roberts. Joshua Walt Roberts. Walt? Like yeah. Walt Disney? L- like the Walt But Disney. not Walter. No, not Walter. Just Walt. Right. My grandfather's name is Walton. <laughs> Joshua Walt Roberts. It's a tongue-tied that thing. Really I mean, hard tongue to twister. Say. I know. It's too much Walla Walla. At least it doesn't <laughs> so, rhyme. In a little bit, if we get to a point where we're disagreeing, so, so Walter, can we call you that? No, it's Walt. My grandfather's name was Walton. Oh, and that's so, cool. So I got that, but they didn't like the ton on the end, so they just did Walt for me. Anyways. Nice. Thanks, Walt. Yeah, trivial wah, wah, wah. facts. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. What's muted? There we go. <laughs> so this is a part two episode from what we just kind of talked about with Christmas songs. And now we're actually going to talk about Christmas songs, carols, hymns, mm-hmm. chants. I mean, everything. I mean, some of these, are they're old. They, they were chants. Yeah. So we're going to talk about them. Um, we're going to start. Uh, it is interesting how we were preparing for this and I was wanting us to do an episode on songs that we should be singing and songs we shouldn't be singing or should be avoiding and like the very black and white. And I found that we didn't all agree. No, on we didn't. Some of the, did we? My conclusions that I kind of rattled off Imagine at, that. in the middle of the night one night, just thinking about this yeah. episode. But um, yeah, don't don't do those things in the middle of the night. That's probably a first point of wisdom. But I, I, I was intrigued when we came in of how of how we had some different opinions on things. So we're going to we're going to lean into those. We hope they're helpful discussions, uh, make you think more critically about um, some Christmas songs. And when we mean critically, not necessarily negatively, we mean them poss- possibly in a positive think, sense. Yeah, just think, th- about, think them. about them. You should be purposeful yes. as we do it. Uh-huh. But we're going to start off nice and easy for ourselves with some softballs. And we want to we want to uh, obviously 
this podcast is about promoting and, and encouraging use of, of great songs. And, and there are so many, as I talked about in the last episode, so many Christmas carols that are very Christ-centered, Christ-exalting. They explain the gospel. They explain the story of redemption, the life of Christ. They point to, with the first advent, to the second advent. You know, I mean, there's so many good things. So let's let's kind of do some quick hitters of so what you guys want to talk about. We all agree that Hark the Herald Angels Sing is oh, a great song. Probably my probably my favorite. Honestly. Yeah, and and the fact that it was in um a Charlie Brown Christmas makes it even better. <laughs> but um yeah. But um they all sang it at the Christmas play when they when Ly- what's the little kid's name that read Linus. the Linus. Yes, he wrote and he told us Luke about two. Luke 2. Yes, mm-hmm. that's beautiful moment. <laughs> Actually, it was a beautiful the moment dirty boy in the um television Sucking world. Wait, no, he wasn't the no, dirty boy. No, that was the other kid. That was the other kid. I don't know who's who. <laughs> that <laughs> dirty boy. That <laughs> dirty boy. But he did have the blanket, didn't he? Linus had the blanket Linus and had sucked the his blankets. thumb. But and he, he wasn't put it the dirty over boy. his head and he was a shepherd. <laughs> that dirty boy with the Remember? blanket. Remember? <laughs> he put it on his head. That there wasn't the dirty boy. But while we're talking <laughs> about have to that. Cut that out. <laughs> pig pen. Pig pen. That yes, was his name. Pig pen. Pig pen. Yeah. We so, anyways, I like Hark the Herald Angels Sing, um, and 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 yeah. why, why do we like it? Yeah, I mean, you go first. The, okay, like let me just—I mean, I can probably rattle off the top of my head. There's so much scripture packed into that verse. Charles Wesley, man, he he mm-hmm. knew the word, um, and and not just in his Christmas hymns, but songs like "And Can It Be," uh, other ones as well that just not come to my head. But um, Hark the Herald, so. Uh, Christ by highest heaven adored, Christ the everlasting Lord, late in time behold him come. So in the fullness of time, Galatians 4, offspring of a virgin's womb, veiled in flesh, the Godhead see, hail Mm. the incarnate deity, pleased as man with men to dwell, Jesus our Emmanuel. I mean, just good night. So much wrapped in that one verse. He lays his glory glory by. by. Born that man no more may die. Good stuff. I love that. Really. Um, Born that man no more may die. Second birth, raise the sons of earth. And even before that, the Malachi 4, uh, and I thought it was a typo all my life. Uh, um, uh, What's, how's it start? I don't know because I can't Heaven pull born it up. Prince of Peace. Peace. Hail, Hail the Son of Righteousness. Mm-hmm. And, and I always, Malachi. Yes. I always thought that was a typo when I saw it because it said S-U-N. I'm like, no, that's S-O-N. <laughs> so, <laughs> but obviously I hadn't read Malachi. No, this is Patrick. <laughs> that's right. I'm not a Christy Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I even used the voice. I'm so glad you caught that vibe. But yeah, the son of righteousness shall rise. Um, the rise. son of righteousness shall rise with healing in his wings, and you shall mm-hmm. go up leap, leaping like calves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's talking about not just the first coming, but ultimately the second coming. Right. Um, Which the, again the is what of the wicked is and, all about. Right. We're we're yeah. celebrating that interpretation. fact that Christ has come, and we're also celebrating the fact, yeah. fact that he is coming. Right. And uh, it, that's one that does it so well. What yeah. are some others? Come thou long expected Another Charles Wesley. I like Wesley. this yeah. one because you are focused on what the people of God have been waiting for, that the anticipation of Christ coming. Mm-hmm. Um, especially love the line that says Israel's strength and consolation. Mm-hmm. And that's taken out of Luke 2. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Luke 2.25, now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this mm. man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, <clears throat> and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And so it's actually right there in, in the, the story God, of yeah, in the Christmas you know, story. how Christ came. And so I love how Scripture is just right there. Do you um, know what I don't like about Come Thou Long Expected Jesus? No, but I don't know that I want to know because <laughs> well, you'll different. you'll appreciate it. <laughs> okay. You'll appreciate it. It only has two verses. Yes, I agree. It needs to be longer. I yes. know. Mm-hmm. I, so speaking of that, I found the the Gettys did a version of an added verse. Um, yeah, I like when they add. Yeah, it, it's it's written not by the Gettys, but by another poet who just added verses, probably for the same reason that Josh said. So obviously, you've got the original. Come that long expected Jesus born to set that people free, and then you mm-hmm. also have the. Um, uh, sorry, born, born thy people to deliver verse. Mm-hmm. But here's the one that they added. Or no, 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 no. It's um. Oh, there's a few that have been added. A few, I'm looking at yeah, Let me. Yeah, I'm trying to pull mine up right now. All of a sudden, I'm really excited. That's when we're doing it. Yeah. So here's the the one that we that I that can't get, wait till we get the Gettys hymnal. I yeah. know. Me too. Yeah. This one has some really good. <clears throat> we're actually going through Hebrews, and it kind of has that. Uh, high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses. Uh, okay. You'll hear this. Come to earth to taste our sadness. He whose glories knew no end. By his life, he brings us gladness, our redeemer, shepherd, friend, mm. leaving riches without number, born within a cattle stall. This, the everlasting wonder, Christ was born, the Lord of all. And you heard this Ooh, from the Gettys? Nice. Yeah, the Gettys okay. did it. Because really well I'm looking too. at uh-huh. a And then hymnal. they do verse three, born that people to deliver. I'm looking at Hymnary, and there's one that's got four verses, um, but mm. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't need to read the second one. Right. Anyways, it's got that that's exact verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So come to earth. And even mm-hmm. just looking at the original, too, that Wesley yes. wrote, I, it's hard for me to pick out a line that I love uh-huh. more than the rest because each line <clears throat> is a special type so of sweetness. Right, it does. Right. And it's it's kind of like, yeah, like, like yet not I, but through Christ. Right, it's like yes. one that's like every line, or come behold the wondrous mystery, or yes. in Christ alone, some good By ones. thine own eternal spirit, rule in all our hearts Alone. I love the mm-hmm. by thine own sufficient. Born merits. a child and yet a king. Mm. So you're seeing how he's both. Yeah. Mm. And that's why it's a good Advent song. I mean, yes. it's, so it's good. perfect for the Advent season. Another one that's perfect for, we've got to keep going. Yeah, I know. Is, is <laughs> O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Yes. Ah, so, so good. So speaking of that one, that, that one. just makes you long. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's a longing type of song. So it was a, yes, it, and it was a Gregorian chant. Yeah. Um, so it has that. Modality. Uh, modality, yes. It's it's it would have originally been in a mode before we had the Western mm-hmm. major and minor keys. We do it in a in and minor. they never used to sing it with the chorus at the end. The, it originally didn't it have the rejoice, rejoice, amen. amen. It didn't oh, have that. That was added later. That was okay. added later. Okay. So yeah, I mean, goodness, there's the it's all like you said about anticipation. Um ransom captive Israel. That that I mean that mourns in exile. You know, mm-hmm. you, you think about the, obviously the Old Testament it, context of Babylon and yeah, um, of course, yeah, the the actual exile, but even further the spiritual exile, the spiritual unrest. Come, give us rest, you know, and um, other things. Yeah, yeah, and there's so much about it that you cannot mm-hmm. just be thinking about the idea of longing for the Savior. The first verse, ransom captive Israel, but the rest of all of the words can just make you think about the second coming. Yes. Um, so it, it ties both of those themes together so yeah. well. Oh, come, oh, come. Yeah, this was one that we actually did in June. I talked about this in the last episode because it talked, yeah. Oh, come, thou rod of Jesse, mm-hmm. free, thine own from Satan's tyranny, 
from depths of hell, thy people save and give them victory over the grave. That's so good. It is. And I love, like you said, the second coming, but also like the Great Commission. Oh, come, desire of nations, bind all peoples in one heart and mind. I like that thought too. Uh, good. That's another good one. What else? What are some other quick hitters? Just a few more. It's Joy. No- oh, yeah. Joy to the, the oh, ultimate. Sorry. You had a different one. No, it's fine. Go, go, it's too late go, now. Go. <laughs> It's not an old one, but it is the sovereign grace. Oh, come all you unfaithful. Yes. Oh, I think yes. that one really earlier, um, Josh, you were talking about how we tend to sing just the happy ones. Mm-hmm. And so I like this one because we don't know what people are feeling when they come to church. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's it's a nice in between. It's not all sad. I mean, you are no. showing them Christ. It's Christ, Christ is come. born. Yeah. Christ, Christ is, is born, born for you. And yeah. so it's that little glimpse of hope. But I mean, the gospel and scripture is all throughout mm-hmm. um, the the bridge. He's the lamb who was given, yeah. slain for our pardon. His promise is peace for those, those who believe. believe. Mm-hmm. And it's an invitation. Oh, mm-hmm. come. <clears throat> and, and that and it's kind of it's obviously a playing on to the traditional carol. Oh, come oh, yeah. all ye faithful. Right. And I purposefully do. Oh, come all ye faithful is an opener and followed up with this one. I do it back to back. I love it uh, because it, it puts that juxtaposition of thought. Mm-hmm. And it's not saying like, okay, we're singing to the Christians in the first verse <laughs> right. and then the non-Christians. <laughs> nope. No. Uh, simultaneously justified and sinner. Right? But you're saying um, with your with your people <clears throat> at church, you're saying like, I, I see you. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I understand that this is not song. all happy. Weak and unstable, yeah. barren and waiting ones, um, weary of praying. What are the others? Bitter and broken, with fears unspoken, guilty and hiding. I mean, these are just honest words. It, yeah. Um, and the invitation in the midst of them is still the same, is open. Christ is born. Christ is born for you. My favorite part is verse 3. Oh, come, though you have nothing, come, he is the offering. Mm-hmm. Like right, That is the well, gospel right there. Yeah, and that <laughs> that's an invitation to to salvation as well yep. for, for the non-believer. Nothing um, in yeah. my I bring, yeah. I mean, we we truly have nothing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful song, and I'm so thankful. And, <clears throat> and it it kind of came out during the COVID, the COVID yeah. time, mm-hmm. so everyone was just feeling so weary, weary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. and 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 so it's really a great song for our time. And yes, I also timely. think that, you know, we we have to be honest with ourselves that yes. Christmas is not always happy for everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, we have to show everyone that hey, that's okay. You don't have to put on a face and yeah. sh- and and fix yourself up. You can just be honest. Hey, I'm broken. I'm yeah. unfaithful. I yeah. am not wanting to celebrate this year. What what was the but word the term you used, here. Rachel? The big sads. Is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, I get the big sads. Yeah, mm-hmm. The big sads. I like that. <laughs> I mean, that makes me sad. It's but. better than saying seasonal depression. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the truth. It's, just, so it's I've the read, most <laughs> So I've read some blogs about this, and it's almost like people say that you shouldn't be singing the Oh, Come All You Faithful um, because maybe we really are unfaithful. I, I don't I don't agree with that. No. Um, we, we have our moments of of faithfulness and we have our moments of unfaithfulness and um both of those songs have a place but oh come all you faithful we did that mm-hmm. last night actually in youth group um and i love oh come let us adore him yes. oh, come. and then you can change it into for he alone Lone is worthy, worthy or we'll give him all the glory uh-huh. or you know there's 
an endless amount of things that you can add in right. with those few little syllables. Makes me think of Second Timothy two thirteen, which says, "If we are faithless, he remains faithful, yes. for he cannot Absolutely. deny himself." Perfect. And so, when we say, "All come, is. all you unfaithful," it's not like we're pointing fingers, like no. you're struggling and you're and depressed. <laughs> no, it's yeah. like no, we no, are. We have these moments. When we of, are faithless, he remains faithful. Yes, for yes. he cannot deny himself. Thank you for that's a great that. and the chorus. Venite adoremus dominum, the O come, let us adore him. That is all mm. Psalm 95. Yeah. O come, let us sing to the Lord, to the rock of our salvation. Let us shout for joy. Um, all those all those themes, that comes straight from the Psalms. Uh, I love O come, all you faithful. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing. Another good thought in that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> sing we the song of Emmanuel by... The Mats, Keith Getty, Stuart Townend. I don't that know is, that one. Oh really? my goodness! Mm -hmm. It is it is the uh, okay. one of the best, along with "O Come All You Unfaithful." It's up there as far as like modern oh. Christmas carols. I love it, it so much. It is good. <clears throat> we're we're doing that as kind of it's the new song that we're doing this month at our church. Yeah. And um. Wow, the lyrics are beautiful. They, oh man, they are. The Go spread the verse. news of Emmanuel, joy and peace for the weary heart. Lift That's, up your head. Yeah, that speaks to us. Um, in the moment of mm -hmm. hey, Christmas is crazy sometimes, but to sing for the light, light overwhelms the dark. dark. That's yeah. really good. Okay, my favorite, I'm gonna listen to that. My when we favorite. Leave. <laughs> my I've I've got two favorite spots. Is verse two and then the end. Right after that, in verse three, glory shining for all to see. I think of mm -hmm. John one, and yeah. we beheld his glory, glory as of the only Son of God, full of grace and truth. Glory for, shining for all to see, hope alive. Let the gospel ring. Here is the gospel. God has made a way. He will have the praise. Tell the world his name is Jesus. Yeah. You didn't mention the the uh, this threw me the first time that I sang it. The helpless he lay, the invincible. Oh, I don't remember. Man. Well, there's That's that one song that has the invincible or indescribable, <laughs> uncontainable. There was a kid you in my the stars in my in the sky. yeah. It, does that say invincible? No, incomparable, unchangeable. Yeah. But, but anyways, I don't think I'd ever sung the word invincible before. This but helpless he lay, the, the invincible maker, maker of, of Mary, Mary. Now, now Mary's son. son. Oh, man. And it, it just shows beautifully that Philippians 2, you know, mm -hmm. who being a very nature God to God. Mm -hmm. That is so good. Quality yeah. The God's pondering well, of the thank incarnation. You. Thank you for a new song. The hypostatic union, the <laughs> God man. So How a does great, that make sense? Great song. Another one by those <laughs> guys that um, is worth worth doing is uh come uh adore the no what, what do we talk yeah come, come behold adore. the wondrous mystery come behold the mm -hmm. wondrous oh, mystery yeah not really a, it doesn't have to be a christmas song but it can that be first but it verse definitely so works yeah in our longing in our darkness now the light of life has come yeah what what song Christ uses who uses, who uses the word condescended like to in a hymn flesh to ransom mm -hmm. us look to christ who condescended i yeah. love that it's a good one. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, they, they well, I think that they're have they either come out with or there's a bunch of Christmas ones that are coming out from those two um, and have over the last few years. But I think there's a few more that are coming out. They came out with one recently called In the in Fullness, fullness of, time. of Time. That's what it was. It's mm -hmm. awesome. Okay, it's yes, good. In the Fullness of Time. It's a little harder, I, in it's my opinion, very to follow. No, we're going to do it as a special on Christmas it's Eve. It's hard to say. I may, I may but, teach it next year, but not this year. But... Um, back so, real quick, back on "Sing We the Song of Emmanuel" again. Yeah. Something that's a little harder is that chorus. That the Gloria chorus is beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful, but it's just like hard to follow. I it think, is. and it gets a little repetitive. So we have we cut some of them out, and then we do like an added tag of 
Glory Do you know the newest the we end yeah. with a tag kind of the n- newest um mm-hmm. version of it starts with glory yes they and intersperse then, choruses yeah. that, and so it doesn't nice become too. just all that repetitive at the that's, end that's the yeah. thing is that's what i regret about this song is it doesn't have enough verses even though it's right. three verses yeah. like man do five like do more <laughs> verses mm-hmm. or, or make the chorus a little i don't know a little more but that's my only complaint i love that song uh, any more that we just got to well let's mention. just quickly talk about the the old standards um we've said come come thou long expected we've said hark the herald we've mm-hmm. said oh come all you faithful obviously joy to joy the, world, to the world, world is a good one oh, um the first noel another good one mm-hmm. um i had thought about uh what angels from the realms of glory mm-hmm. um angels we have heard on high hark that we, we get to said, hear how many how, right. how many people sing about eggshells yeah eggshells <laughs> i also love what child is this what child is this yeah. is one and 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 I would challenge you if you don't already, because a lot of them, um, a lot of our hymnals just say, "This this is Christ the King." Who, but um, the original words, each verse had its own extended all the way through, and, mm. and so there's one that says, "Nails spear shall pierce him through the cross be born for me mm-hmm. for you," mm. and 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 it is a wonder with with all three full complete verses, which you could look up on hymnary. Um, it's a wonderful one to do when you're doing a Christmas communion service because it talks about how this Christ child has come mm-hmm. to die for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, but I don't know why. Actually, somebody said that they think that they removed some of the words and just did it haste, haste to bring him laud as the, kind of a refrain right? because it was a little too graphic. Um, oh. But I, I don't feel that way. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, look it up. So, so the two or three you mentioned there, "Joy to the World." That's an that's an Isaac Watts song, and it and I don't think Isaac meant for it to be a Christmas hymn. I think he meant for it to be eschatological, totally I, yeah. eschatological, second coming. Right. Um, I mean, think about it. The the another uh, he way rules the world yeah. with truth, truth and, and grace, grace and makes the nations prove glories of his righteousness mm-hmm. and wonders of his love. My favorite part of that song is um, is the third verse. He comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found. I love that mm-hmm. line, far as the curse is found. Um, first oh, Noel, it, it obviously talks about the story of the angels and shepherds and um, that third verse, let us all with one accord sing praises to our heavenly Lord who hath made heaven of and earth of naught mm-hmm. and with his blood mankind hath bought. I love that too. Um <laughs> I love, I don't really like it as much, uh, but we'll kind of segue into more of our debatable ones. I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Not necessarily my favorite, like, old Christmas carol, but this, man, the story behind it. Yeah, the story behind Henry, it. Henry Wadsworth right. Longfellow. And the, the focus on um, peace on earth, goodwill to men on earth, that, throughout the whole song. That poem. Is, yes. is a good thing to lead your congregation mm-hmm. through. And the words for me that stick out the most, which come mostly from Psalm 121, then pealed the bells more loud and deep. Mm-hmm. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. Mm. I love that line mm-hmm. so much um, because I, I mean that's what the Psalms say: "He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor, nor sleep. sleep." Yeah, what a comfort, peace yeah. on earth, goodwill to men. So, um, and also we didn't mention Silent Night. Silent Night's one of those standards that mm-hmm. you always seem to have to do. Um, oh, Holy Night is another one, and mm-hmm. we kind of talked about that before. Yeah. Because I feel like Oh Holy Night is a hard one for congregational singing because of the huge range. 
but Nathan was saying that they do it at their church and they love it. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, just as long as it doesn't become a right. no one can sing along sort if, of thing. Yeah, right. if people can, you know, yeah. you're just going to struggle you with find this one the little spot. you got to find the perfect key for that one. <laughs> yeah, there which is. I think is B flat, even though and that's what we do. it in C. B, B, yeah, I will never sing it in C Yeah, because it goes to a high G if you do that. Right. B flat is a good key. A is probably a good key, but mm -hmm. I can't go any lower than A because I'm a tenor. Me neither. So, okay, yeah, but let's one of the about, standards mm -hmm. that Nathan doesn't care for, <laughs> why Here don't you like Away in the Manger? Mm. Let me pull up because I took screenshots of these lyrics just so I can have them from my face. Um, well, while you're doing that, I'm going to say my points and why I do like it. Um, oh, I, I like I it because it. it is a lullaby. It is a lullaby, and it's it softens us, mm. and it it calms us during a chaotic time of year. Um, and it's simple, and it's childlike, and um, I know that there are things about it that are almost too simple and childish, maybe. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, like the kids sang it um, the other night at our school program, mm -hmm. and I was I was playing for them, and I, I first time I I actually lost, like forgot where I was at because um, first time I was going through it with them, they didn't say um, at my cradle, they said um, at my bedside. I was like, well, that's a way to make it a little less childish, you know, a little less babyish. Mm. Um, uh, but but I, I love it because of the fact that it it just helps me to come back to the simpleness of the story of Christmas. It is, it does kind of bring that effect to it. I think my pr problems, which aren't vast or super severe, is just simply, yeah, it, it is, um, simple is good, but this one just seems really, um, distracted from the content of the incarnation and mm -hmm. the wonder of it. And not that it has to be theological or heady or wordy, like we just had in Hark the Herald or, or Joy to the World or any of the others we just mentioned. I just, I feel like it kind of, it's great for med meditating upon the story, the nativity. It just over nativity. That's not a word. No, nativity. I get what you mean. It just, it, you know, it can be a sentimental one just because we hear so sentimental. many covers of yeah. it mm -hmm. on the radio. It's probably more of a personal thing. It just kind of not one of my favorites. Well, um, I will say that I've I've avoided <clears throat> it some some years because it was too to me too childish, and I just did. There are other like, better ones. It's like is you know, kind of yes. how I see it. I remember as a kid. As a kid, singing sometimes um, Jesus Loves Me in church as mm -hmm. this congregational hymn and thinking, this is dumb. I mean, it's good that that Jesus loves us and all, but this is a kid's song, mm -hmm. you know, and it doesn't necessarily. Mm -hmm. But so I, I right. get where right. where that, no, if I, I had a hang up with it, that mm -hmm. would be it. I love Jesus Loves Me. That's yeah. a very deep well, song yeah, for it being is. a child song. But, it is. But for this one, it's that. It's Jesus kind of the— Jesus me. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the, you know, how realistic is the poetry? The cattle are lowing, the baby awakes— but little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. I just—I yeah. think that's you're so kind of yeah, You're a not really there. getting not the, like, the whole story. divinity of Christ— you're just focusing on the baby, the baby. part. Right. Yeah. And I also, that. I don't know many babies that don't cry. Like, it, it probably got a snapshot, like, you know, your nativity well, scene, but then baby Jesus cries later or whatever. Well, I don't know. I've, I just, I've introduced the song Silent Night many times through the years as saying it was not it a was silent not a night, 
I have been in the birthing room and it is chaotic right. and everyone is screaming. So, and I, 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 I prefer Silent baby. Night over Away in the Manger. So I get yeah. that that's inconsistent, but on my part. But um, for this one, it, it's just one I, I tend to not prefer. Um, but I love the the final line. Um, bless all the dear children in thy tender care and fit us for heaven to live with thee there. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That um, this, <laughs> how we are, we need, we need salvation. We need, we, we need, we need him. We need him to get us there, mm-hmm. uh, to, to, to get us to that um, full salvation that, that is required of us to be with him in heaven. I, I like that thought. Um, so that's a few and far between, honestly. We all three agree, though. That um, there is one song that should not ever be sung. Just in any place. <laughs> what is it, Rachel? <laughs> Which, yeah, well, I thought there were two, we're gonna, two or three. There's going to be some people that are disagree with us. Yeah, as they that's listen. fine. There are two. I think one is slightly worse if we're talking about church Go ahead. Yeah, church, church. If we're talking about singing in church, I think the big problem is little drummer boy. Absolutely. Because it's not at all based in scripture and uh, it's a made up story. Bum. And then the other one that's just like, it just rubs me the wrong way is Christmas shoes. <laughs> no. Christmas yeah. shoes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And But these these are not, they're not meant to be congregational right. songs. No. So don't right. use them yeah. as congregational <laughs> songs. And yeah, Christmas shoes, it's a very sad story. I mean, very, that's so sad. It's like, it's like that but song, that's exactly Christmas the, Makes Me Cry. What's the point of singing a song about Christmas <laughs> Makes Me Cry? If you feel like We crying. just want to yeah. make people cry? <laughs> Come on. Now let's enter into our liturgical yeah. time of lament. Now let's As we confess our sins and <laughs> grieve the world around us. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, yeah, Christmas Shoes, what a... Sad song. It's it's meant to make you sentimental and emotional. It's not. It has its it just place. because it says Jesus does not mean it's a Christian right. Christian song nor one to be seen in church. Now we're going to ruffle feathers because I'm going to go ahead and say oh, it. One more thing. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Little drummer boy is anti gospel. It's awful. It is anti gospel. Um, I'm bringing my gifts, my talents to the Lord, and thus because of what I bring him, he finds favor and smiles upon me. That is the even if it's not trying to convey a theological message. It's not message, trying to convey it's that. It's putting message. that thought. I know it's not, but, but it, it, yeah. it's it's there, and I can't ignore it. Oh man, yeah. grinds my gears. But okay. also, he wasn't there. So that, like, oh, there wasn't a guy and, playing and, drums at the main. Mary the did not need a dang snare drum to <laughs> soothe her or baby Jesus <laughs> postpartum. <laughs> That's the last thing a mother wants but to I'm, hear. But I'm oh, I'll help. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this, that's where my ridiculous okay. goes. <laughs> so we've got to go ahead and get there. Um, we've we've talked about this. Mary, did you know? This is one of those songs that is beloved by so many. Robert um, Lowry, is he one of the Gaither guys? Is he a Gaither guy? The one, the one that wrote he's it. He's the he's the guy that is Mark Mark, Mark Lowry. Yeah, he's Robert the Lowry. the comedian. He yes. used to sing mm-hmm. in the Gaither band, the Gaithers, the Gaither vocal band. But uh-huh. now he does his own stuff, and he has sung this probably fourteen thousand times. Mm-hmm. But um, and and so you know what? Pentatonics. It's okay. Their it's okay. Cool. You can you can. There are songs like in the bleak midwinter. Well, it, we don't know that it was actually winter when Jesus was born. Maybe April. Maybe maybe. maybe. Mm-hmm. So we we kind of stretch things with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary, did you know? Yes, she did. She'd had an angel announce it to her. She knew exactly who her son 
was and listen and to so her, her Magnificat in yeah. Luke one. She how knew much what was Old, going Testament, on. Old Testament knowledge and prophecy knowledge she had. Right. Like she knew, she knew this was the however, her, her Messiah. <laughs> however, for us, it's kind of cool to think about the idea that when you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God. It's similar mm-hmm. to what we were talking it. about with with come behold the wondrous mystery mm-hmm. maker of mary now mary's son mm-hmm. but it's still it's just not a congregational song guys no. it's not you and can't I, do it congregationally and this is as someone who really doesn't like this song i'm trying to pick something good out of it <laughs> I, w- I am too <laughs> i think that it's it's very good for us to dwell on and to think about like what christ Jesus is being do. a baby and to really just meditate on the fact that like he was going to grow up and do all the things mm-hmm. that he did. Walk on water, heal yeah, a blind like, man. but that, but that also makes you look at the sovereignty of God and how He knew all of this was going to happen mm-hmm. and how His plan was always this coming way. to fruition. And so, here. in that way, I do enjoy the song. Mm-hmm. I think maybe <clears throat> I just don't like the um, all the questions. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like all the questions, and I don't like the melody, but. I don't know, bah humbug. Yeah. There you go. Well, it's, it's, it's overdone at this point, it's, it's too. Overdone. And, and I'm, I'm reading the lyrics, and at one point, um, I don't know if you would call it the chorus or the bridge or something, because what I'm looking at doesn't yeah. specify. But it asks, it says, Mary, did you know, um, 14 times. 14. One, wait, not 14. One, two. So just repetitiveness. Just okay, 10. 10 times. And so, yeah, it's very repetitive, and it's like at one point, in, in the middle of the Mary, did you know, yeah. are people's minds straying far away from the incarnate Christ because right. we're just mm-hmm. singing questions? We Yeah, that's a good point because it takes the focus away from where it's it to be. Even though we are pontificating with another human, Mary, uh-huh. on the question she probably was feeling and thinking. And I mean, who wouldn't Pondering think that? Right. Pondering in her, in, her, in her own heart, yeah. as the Bible says. Um, but when we when we have solidified this song as a staple uh, for Christmas, it's just uh, I, we can do yeah, better. And all I think. the word says is that she was pondering. It doesn't say she was necessarily right. asking herself, "Oh, is he going to walk on water?" Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like right. And and I don't. Yeah. And the, it's not like the content is terrible. I mean, it's using. Language like heaven's perfect lamb and mm-hmm. uh, no, affirming the There's miracles of of, yeah. of what Christ did in his ministry, walked on water, healed a blind man, calmed a storm, um, all those things. Um, so so but mostly we can all agree that it's it's okay, but we also pick out songs that not because they're okay, but because they're really good. We we right. only have we only have only basically have so many. and Rachel has even less, but we only <laughs> have four Sundays to sing Christmas carols. But Rachel's church, they don't sing them <laughs> all four of those songs. I mean you mm-hmm. sing a few. No, yeah. Well you've got to be really picky. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm really picky about this song. Yeah. So I just yep. I just feel like it wouldn't be done. Agreed. Um much. Um now if somebody wanted to sing it as a special, um I might relent and let them do it, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, but I would never do it as a congregational song. Another song that I think is interesting that we kind of agree to disagree on is it came upon the midnight clear. Mm-hmm. And um, I, Nathan, what do you think about that one? So it came upon a midnight clear. Um, the mid- midnight clear. Oh, is it the? Oh, yeah. I thought it was. I thought a. it was. Uh. Yeah. Maybe hey. it is. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was. Uh. Well, let's start with the title and clarify that first. I'm just kidding. Actually, um, 
the hymnal has it the. I wonder what it is. Look on hymnary. And I, you know what? I like it came upon Henry a better because that makes we don't know that it was at midnight and the right. midnight clear makes it seem like so specific. Yeah, but it's the it's the in on mm-hmm. hymnary. Okay. Uh, most uh, most places the. the okay most places though actually I think um, secular places would say uh, midnight clear. Here's the thing about this song. I think the tune is beautiful. Um, and Josh, you're going to talk about this in a little bit. The the themes of um, rest from a weary world, mm-hmm. peace that is proclaimed by God's messengers, uh, his angels, uh, of the coming of Christ, his birth. This is bringing peace to all the earth. Um, God has a redemptive purpose to unite all things in this baby boy in Christ and thus usher in peace on earth, goodwill to men. I think the essence of that is fantastic. Um, I, I just think it is is it, it lacks a little bit more specificity on um, things that seem of language that is less. Um, what's the word? I don't want to say vague, but like you can talk to a secularist, and of course they want peace on earth. But mm-hmm. are they going to find that peace on earth through this God Man, Jesus Christ? I don't think it mentions Jesus once. It doesn't really talk about any atonement language. I think just some of the gospel aspects, minus talking about peace on earth, though I think it doesn't explicate that very much. I struggle with this one. I have led it in churches. I grew up singing this song, and I still think it's a good song. It's just not one that I will go to. Like it's a have to, have to sing it. Maybe like one that you want to do. Good point when you say that it doesn't, specifically mention Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now it does say peace on earth, goodwill to men from heaven's all, all gracious, gracious king. king. Okay. But yeah. that's the only mention, even in the mm-hmm. other verses, there's no like the word Jesus, and, the name is not in or there. By saying sorry to interrupt, no, by saying okay. gracious, well that implies a need for grace, thus sin. But it doesn't say sin at all. Right. It's very focused um, on the surrounding yeah. elements of the or, nativity. Yeah and and yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So it, it's um it's great poetry. Mm-hmm. It um, is. So it, let's, it was let's also get written into the, by a Unitarian minister in well, the 1800s. So you know, I'm sorry the, to no, burst your bubble. But also, hey. That doesn't burst my bubble. Um, There's lots of Henry songs. Henry Radsworth that, Longfellow was a uni, became the a Unitarian. The Unitarian that. that and he wrote, um, uh, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. What so, was it? Um, so I get that too. The Martin Luther hymn um, that the Unitarian we use their translation. Oh, um, A Mighty Fortress. A Mighty Fortress. Yeah, true. I don't mind that. God can use anything for his purpose, and, and I'm okay with that. But I also. Um, I don't find bad theology in it. I know it doesn't mention the word sin. Mm-hmm. Um, not every hymn that we sing mentions the word right. sin, so I'm okay with that. Right. It doesn't specifically focus in on the Christ, um, but not every song that we sing in church focuses in specifically on the Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but it does talk about God's overarching plan to redeem us, and True. and especially during the Advent season whenever we are weary from the chaos of the world. Mm-hmm. It's a good reminder that what Christ brought was peace on earth. And I, I know like some people will say, well, it focuses only on the angels. But then again, there's four or five hymns that are basically just about the angels, angels we've heard Called on high, angels from the realms of glory. Hark the herald angels sing. These are all the angels. Hark songs. the herald's not just about the angels. No, it's not. But, but, but <laughs> these are all about what that. we call the angel songs yeah. at Christmas, you know. Um, but angels. I don't think it's... Stays on the angels. I actually feel like it stays on their 
song, the song that they were singing, Peace on Earth, Goodwill to Men. Um, and 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 I, again, you know, you could take that secularly if you wanted to, but um, you're you're talking about how God is working all things out to an end goal because in in the the second verse it it talks about how um, this this song is still being sung even though um, even though there's still over the babble sounds is mm-hmm. what it says so the 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 people trying to go against God and maybe even trying to and you have to know scripture to know yeah, what that's babble. talking about mm-hmm. to to we will be like God or whatever you know and right raise ourselves up but um then the third verse that that the woes of sin and strife well it does say the word sin it does you said something that wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Yet with that the was woes a point the finger. of sin, <laughs> and I actually literally pointed you my did. finger. I'm wrong. Yeah, that was. Yeah, with the does. woes of sin and strife, the world has suffered long beneath the heavenly hymn or the angel strain have rolled ten, two thousand mm-hmm. years of wrong, and man at war mm-hmm. with man hears not the love song that they've sung or that they bring. Which they bring. Oh, hush the noise, you men of strife, hear and hear the angels sing. sing. So we're trying to be reminded that God is and and. And even, you know, talking about the fourth verse, the prophets um, foretold that the Christ child would come. The prophets have foretold that the Christ king will come. It's what Advent's all about to me. So I, I love it, I, and I like to use it. I always like to explain it before we sing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, don't, I don't like to just jump in and sing it. And you know what? Here's the thing about this song that I will say. It's not necessarily a song of worship and adoration. It's a song of reflection it is a song mm-hmm. and meditation. So in that respect, I would say maybe it's not a congregational song, but but more of one that we sit down and we soak in, um, not that we stand up and we sing with our hands raised. Right. Uh, but That's... not every song that we sing in worship has Fair. to be adoration. Um, and like we said, some songs have to be lament. This is more of a meditation, a meditation and reminding us that God is working all. I, what I think is the scripture there is God is working all things together for good um, in the whole story of of the Bible um, and all the way to the the whole world will give back the song mm. that now just the angels have sung. They announced it. Well, one day the whole world will give it back. I love it. Yeah. And it's one of those that I, have meant a lot to me through the years. But maybe that's just a preference because yeah. it's a sentimental thing it, to me. We have you know? Christmas tends to do that, but I'm not saying it is for you. I, I agree. I think I think that's a great point as far as for lo, the days are hastening on. Prophets have foretold this. Uh, comes the age of gold, kind of yeah. a weird way to say it, but I, I get what he's shall saying. Shall come the time foretold is when another way. Peace that's said. shall yeah. over all the earth, uh, its ancient splendors fleeing. The whole world give back the song. So the redemption of all creation. I, yeah. I get that. Like that's poetic. It's pretty. Um, but if if I'm given like, I, I think this one has because it's so poetic and it's 1800s language. I think it is a little bit Christianese. Yeah, that would it, be another. I agree with like that. if I've got something that's a little more modern and clear. Versus this one, I'm going to pick the one that's a little more clear. I agree. Um, I agree with that. If yeah. I'm split between the two. Right. So it's not a kind of like the way in manger, not like a huge deal, but not preferable for me, I guess. Yeah. I don't I don't see. What do you think, Rachel? We've kind of talked on both sides. <laughs> I, I am so sorry. I don't think that I have an actual opinion about this song. <laughs> Is that bad? I know no, the song. It's not. No, it's I know the song. It's not something that we 
have ever done in church. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I do have a little bit of an issue with like how there's just really not much mention of Jesus, but I understand the the appeal of the song, like mm-hmm. what you've been saying, how mm-hmm. it's a reflection. You're thinking about that night mm-hmm. and what Christ meant, and you know how he came, and so. I don't know. I can see both sides of it, and that, I think that's why I'm just enjoying hearing you both talk about it because I I can understand mm-hmm. the various perspectives yeah. of this yep. song, and I don't have a right. clear sure. Well, I'm just curious position. Okay, I think that that's the cool thing about it all, though, because you you no matter what song there are some that I just think hard no, but um, no matter what song you you kind of have to think through it from both sides. And that's really what mm-hmm. we do this podcast for mm-hmm. so that we can think through the songs from different ways and, and really be critical um, in a, in a positive way, not just negativity, yeah. yep. but um, to, to, to break it apart and say, is this worth singing? Mm-hmm. Um, is it worth us pursuing as a song that's going to be in our limited amount of songs that we can sing. Mm-hmm. Let's quickly talk about a few others, just maybe two two others from that list that I said yes, but maybe you don't see. Yeah. Like you mentioned Oh Holy Night, uh, yeah. the the massive range of that song. Are there other I love that song uh, and I, I do would too. love to sing it more. It's gorgeous. I I've, I actually didn't start doing it until last year, but I I knew people just loved it. Mm-hmm. Um it's not one of my favorites, but it is pretty. That chorus is very memorable. Fall on your knees, and it's yeah, just it such a picture of worship and a place right. for that. What do you, what do you what are your other complaints about Oh Holy Night? Oh, other, than just really, the, other than the range, I really have no my complaints. I have complaints. Oh, <laughs> even really? I use it. Um, let's see here. Uh, I guess I'm just good at complaining. I don't know. Uh, that may not be a surprise to anyone. Uh, oh Holy Night, where is it at? Um, that's good. It's it's more of the truly he taught us to love one another. Yes, okay, golden rule. Yeah, his law is love, and his gospel is peace. Okay, like yes, yeah. It I is just, a little bit cheesy at me, uh, Rachel. Change shall he break? For the slave is our brother. It's just kind of like okay, where are we going? And with this? in his name, <laughs> all, all oppression, oppression shall, cease. shall cease. Like I, I like that future hope, mm-hmm. like the justice of God. But it, like in a world full of like claiming they're oppressed about everything, right. this could be so, taken so liberally. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like I mean, honestly. And then we get back to sweet hymns of joy, grateful chorus, raise we, praise his holy name. That's good stuff. Um, I like the it, sovereign grace added a verse that is actually more of a literal rendering of the verses here that everyone knows is more traditional verses. They're just so poetic that they kind of take out some of the 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 grimy. Oh, uh, literal so language. Um, I didn't ever even realize so, that it was originally a French um, song. Huh? It's a French carol, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and it was translated. Yeah. Probably by I Unitarian. Love, I lo- <laughs> <laughs> Long lay the world in sin and error pining. I like that. So yeah. he appeared and the soul felt its worth. I think it's that's good. It just, that gets a little fuzzy for me. The soul felt its worth. But um, oh. I think it's true. I mean, a thrill of hope. Oh, that's a good line. Thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks mm-hmm. a new and glorious morn. That's a good line. Um, I don't yeah, know. I've kinda, just, I kind of go back and forth. There's good lines and then like eh, lines. You I've know? always kind of cringed at the soul felt its worth thing because mm-hmm. then you're focusing on like 
It's that whole view, which is how I grew up, of like, that's the only reason Jesus died is just because you're so and it's awesome. Not, yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. not at all. It can certainly lend <laughs> someone it, that it way. It also puts too much of a, a a little bit of a focus on our worth when, like, like we the Gettys wrote, sin and error two, yeah. two mysteries here that I confess, my worth and, and my, my unworthiness. unworthiness. Mm. So it, it puts a little bit too much of a, yeah, I'm worth dying for, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm not. You know, um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not so. Mm. Yeah. Silent night. That's that's another one. Uh, it's kind of like you said. It, it was not a silent night. <laughs> no. Um. I one line of that that I love and why I'm okay with still doing it every once in a while, even though it kind of is kind of like a your typical close the Christmas Eve service candlelit service with this song. You know. Yeah. It is kind of that fit that Stille weird little. Hille Hille Nacht. Yeah. It's better um, in the German, actually. Um, but, uh, Christ the Savior is there. That's the way the actual translation. Really? really? Christ is der Retter ist da. <laughs> Christ is there. He's there. Good. <laughs> Good job, Franz. Yeah. <laughs> I like the... Um, oh, how's it go? Dadgummit. I got to find it. Um, it's not dadgummit. <laughs> Silent I guess night. it could also be... Hey, Christ is here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, here, here it is. Um, what's the yes? Son, uh, silent night, holy night. Son of God, loves pure light. Radiant beams from Thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace. Jesus, Lord. I don't. I just that shoots me back to John one, and we have seen His glory. Mm-hmm. We beheld His glory. I don't think. Just like our, you know, your typical Renaissance pictures of Jesus with a halo and bright beams coming off his face. It's not like Jesus was necessarily that, but in talking about who he is, God's own Son, mm-hmm. holy, um, coming from eternal bliss of heaven, um, radiant beam, his purity, radiant beams from my holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace, the dawn, the image of light of morning amidst darkness. I just I like that imagery. Um, Maybe it's not that worth fighting for, but I just kind of like how that line fits within all of it. Um, yeah, so I don't know, not 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 one I'm willing to die on hill for, but it's 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 okay song. I'll take it. Yeah. So um, you know that the original German there was like six or seven verses, and we only have like four in English. Um, if you ever want to punch in the German stuff and find out. Um, the literal translations, it's, mm. it's kind of, it, it actually is much, much better, m- much more solid. Mm. Um, Jesus in human form is one of the things that is mm. said. Um, and then, um, yeah, Christ the Savior is there. What about all, uh, let all mortal flesh keep silence, which is really not much of a Christmas hymn, but I don't know that one. You don't know that mm-hmm. one. So it's a old, it's probably the oldest common or, relatively commonly known Christmas song, fifth century from the liturgy of St. James. Hmm. It was so again, like O Come Emmanuel, it was it was a mode. It wasn't yeah. it didn't have major and minor, but we sing it in minor. What uh, Josh seems to well struggle I, with is the I language like it. No, no, I like tune? it and I would sing it in like um I would love singing it in something like uh, Mid America singers or one of the choirs that I'm in. Um, but I wouldn't sing it in church because it feels too ancient to be understood by today's modern hmm. ear. Um, I was saying earlier that there are a lot of old carols, old songs that are written in the minor 
Um, and and used to, we actually thought of minor as um, musicians and people would hear it and they would think of depth. And now we actually think of Or dark- judgment. Yeah, yeah, we think of darkness now mm, when we hear sad. minor and yeah. sadness. Um, and so I think that it just doesn't work well in some of our modern settings. There's a place for it still, right. and it's a good song. It's just it would not be something that I would say I should be singing on Sundays. But don't you think it, the mind, even though we've harmon, harmonized it to become minor, don't you think it kind of fits the opening line of keeping oh, yeah. silence? Or, oh, it does. It uh, absolutely The Lord is in his does. holy temple. Let, it, let all earth keep silence. Absolutely. I, I have nothing wrong with it other than I just wouldn't say it should be sung. Okay. I, I would sure. say it can be sung. Okay. I would say that um, some churches and in the culture of some churches, it should not be sung. Mm-hmm. It's a stretch. Even we've done, we yeah. do it at our church. It's it's a stretch just from a language standpoint, but it has it has some good uh, I'm language. To look it up, uh, but I can't. Find even it. It, it almost sounds a little Catholic, but it, in faith, you can know what it actually means. He will give to all the faithful his own self for heavenly yeah. food. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. So it's the one like "Lo, How a Rose Air Blooming" um, yeah. to me. It, it it's a beautiful song. I love it, but yeah. I probably would never They're pick just, it for congregation. Just not singing. very relevant, right? And, it, and it's not necessarily a Christmas song. It does talk about the light of light descending hmm. from the realms of endless day to vanquish the powers of hell, like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So it has some Christmas incarnation stuff, but it doesn't does just have to be Christmas. Um, so I don't know. Any other thoughts on that one or other things? I think we've, we've I expounded think we've a lot. It. I think we're good. Uh, yeah. e- exhausted. <laughs> Maybe a good word at this point. <laughs> I've enjoyed it, guys. And 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 we kind of had some, you know, it I think our our disagreements were a little more ardent <laughs> on the pre-recording than what we actually talked about at first is some of those things. But hopefully I can get passionate sometimes. Yeah, well, same here. Yeah. We can all we can all have those days. So those moments. But anyways, I think these were helpful discussions, not necessarily all prescriptive of should and shouldn't, even though there were certainly ones. That just don't just don't sing Little Drummer Boy. That's my only request. That's the moral of the story, fam. It's okay um, for it's okay for the radio. Because they sing things songs about well, they sing songs about I Santa sing, Claus on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so so ho- hopefully these um this episode ho, hopefully ho, comes ho, out. Who would know? <laughs> ho, ho. You're making fun of my stammering yeah. tongue. <laughs> I know this is probably coming out a little too late, but hopefully it was helpful yeah. for some considerations or maybe exposure to some songs you didn't know. Um, and uh, that it's helpful uh, for your church and you find some songs that may be worth doing in your context. So uh, the Lord bless you. We thank you and Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to Sing the Word. If you're enjoying the content of this podcast, please subscribe to our channel on your preferred podcast platform. Feel free to leave us a good rating too. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pandora, and other platforms as well. If you've got songs, questions, or discussions you'd like for us to explore in future episodes, please email those to singtheword316 at gmail.com. Again, that's seeingtheword316 at gmail.com. As we continue to improve and expand our platforms for this podcast, we'll be sure to keep you posted on things to come, Lord willing. 
Again, thank you for listening. Grace and peace.